You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 45, Modern Witchy Tools on a Budget. Woohoo! We already went over some of the more common witchcraft tools. That was right at the beginning, one of our first episodes of just witchcraft tools that you see in general. A lot of books, a lot of things that traditionally associated with witches, like cloaks and brooms and things. But we wanted for this episode to get into the more modern era of things that you can use in your witchcraft practice, but also on a budget. Because we love being on a budget. There are so many things, especially beginner witches, love to go out and buy. And I mean, I'm right there with you. I love going out and buying witchy supplies. But those things can definitely add up very quickly. Yes. Especially when you are buying books and buying handmade items. Like if you go into an occult store and you're buying herb blends and oils you know those the shop owners put a lot of work into those things and the price reflects that so you you can spend a lot in a day going shopping at those places so we wanted to uh, offer our ideas for some more modern tools that you can use that also will not cost a lot Um, and one idea if you do want to go buy everything is make a list of your interests And go down the list, like one per paycheck, you get one. So like you want to study the tarot cards. Okay, pick which tarot cards you want. And then paycheck, next paycheck, buy one. Don't buy them and the Oracle cards and the pendulum. And if you want to get into uh, divination, just do one step at a time. I think another thing a lot of beginner witches do is there's so much stuff out there that they want to buy one of everything. And you're not going to follow all paths. It's just you're going to have interest and they're going to wane and start small (laughs) or (laughs) on a budget. So we have a quick list here for you. Hopefully it won't take too long, but you know, we say that every time. So the first thing that this is a lie that Steph is not telling not only you guys, but herself. She's like, this won't take any time at all. And then 30 minutes later, she's like, crap. (laughs) This is episode 45 guys. So I've been doing this for, 45 episodes now <laughs> never been right I love that every time that she's like this is gonna be a short one and then she's like oh <laughs> she's not just lying to you though take comfort in the fact she's also lying to herself <laughs> I am I'm she truly lying. believes that this one isn't short the first thing on our list is free phone apps these this, are great guys there are so many which makes me so happy and I think when phone apps first started, there were, you know, all kinds of crappy little things. But now phone apps are so advanced and they have so many fun ones that are related to witchcraft that you can find across the board. I, anything related to your interest. So we have yes. a couple to recommend. My very favorite one is called Night Sky. I love this one too. It's so good. Even if you're not a cosmic witch Tara and I have both talked about how we do um, follow certain phases of the moon and we you know like doing things at night and are generally yes. interested in what the planets are doing we're not that's not our, our sole f- focus and I 
couldn't tell you where the planet is at all times, where the stars are at all times, but this it app can. <laughs> so this app is so neat. We take it outside and it picks up your GPS location and you point it at the sky and it mm-hmm. lights up where everything is. So it shows you all the stars and where the planets are. And you just like spin around in a circle. You can even point it at your feet and see what's on the other side of the world. It is so cool. It's amazing. And um, if you have like a smartwatch, it also will work on your smartwatch. Yeah, it, the graphics are just great. It's, it's so amazing. Pretty. And yeah, it's, it's free definitely. and it's so fun. Even if you're not into witchcraft, play with this a little bit. Like it's super fun. Yeah, it'll tell you all about the moon phases or, you know, we want to do some work in a certain astrological sign. You could see, you know, where the sun where is, where the, is, what sign the moon is in right now. It's very, very cool. It is. It's super cool, guys. So that's definitely my most recommended one. Um, the other one that I really like is Golden Thread Tarot. So if you are wanting to get into tarot and learning tarot, this is a great free app that has a learning page for every single card. So it's a great way Andy. to learn tarot it ta- I mean learning tarot and learning all of those cards there's a lot of cards it takes a long time it's hard guys so yeah it can it can be hard but this is a great way to study it without having to go out and buy a ton of books or buy a ton of different tarot decks like this has a deck it's based on that writer weight system so it'll be you know the same as any other tarot deck that you pick up so it's a great way to learn without having to invest a ton of money into different books and things yes and it also has different spreads on there. So you can learn how to not just learn each card, but learn how to do a reading like all together. And it's nice. Um, and Steph can correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm remembering right, it will also help you do spreads for yourself. So if you don't have the space um, to lay out cards, or you don't have a set that really is spoken to you, it can help you do your own yes. spreads for yourself. So you, yes. while you wait for that perfect deck, you can still see what the future holds for you. Another one I recommend is called Crystals Illuminated. This is a great resource for learning about different crystals, and it's a good way to search. Um, We talked about in that bonus episode that it is difficult to figure out exactly what crystal is what. This is a good way to search the different options, you know, the color crystal that you have, and kind of see pictures of what it should look like. Plus, it's pretty. Yeah, plus it's Friday. So it's a good way to identify what you have. It's a good way to um, look up. You can, you know, see what kind of, if you're doing a good luck spell or wealth or something like that, you can look up that correspondence and see what crystals would go with that in case you Mm -hmm. wanted to pick any of those up. So that's a fun one. Plant Net is uh, plant identification. So if you are a green witch, hearth witch, nature witch that you like going out, uh, it's a good way to stay away from poisonous plants. Yes. <laughs> Very important, guys. Yeah, it will help you identify what's out in nature. If you want to go out and forage, pick up things like Tara talked about for teas or anything like that, um, this is a good resource to have with you to figure out what everything is. And don't underestimate how handy this is. Even if you know what you're looking for, there's so many plants out there. Um, like she said, you want to avoid certain ones. So this is really handy. Even if you're like, this is what I'm looking for. I know what it is. I know where to find it. It's still a handy tool to have just to kind of reference as you're 
out in nature, especially if you're allergic to certain things like me. <laughs> Another great app is called My Moon Face. So this is great for lunar witches or if you're just interested in getting into following the phases of the moon. This is like the, one of the most detailed ones to help you follow it. I only work with the full moon and the new moon, but every moon throughout the entire month has its own energy. So this is a great way to sort of track that and see what, um, where the moon is in its cycle to help you with your practice. And I have heard good things about this app. I don't personally use it. I don't know why, but I like writing down the moon (laughs) phases. So I know I had at the beginning of the month where everything falls and I track it that way. But I do know a lot of people that find this very useful. CoStar is another very popular app. You may have already seen this one, Um, but it is an astrological one and it gives you your birth chart for free. So that is always nice. There's free websites to do it, but this one, uh, you just type in all the same information, you know, your birth place and time, and it gives you your chart and it has uh, all of the details. So it will tell you about, you know, what your sun sign means, what your moon sign means, your rising, all of those things. If you kind of want to study your birth chart a little bit more, this is a great way to do that. And it also has uh, a horoscope reading for you each day and an emoji so that's fun that's always fun guys very very modern we'll give you your daily emoji tell you what your day is like (laughs) (laughs) and the last one that I have to recommend for free apps is called galaxy runes so this is a good one like the tarot one if you are interested in getting into runes and don't want to buy a rune set Um, And you just want to learn about them. This is a good way to do that. And along with the tarot ones, those are good ways. If you just want to have um, a totally modern witchcraft practice and not have any physical tools in your house, you can just use these runes like you would a rune set. It's just, you would shake it on your phone and do the reading off of your phone. So it's a good way to, you know, be on a budget and also be very modern in your practice. Very tech witch. And I'm not a big tech witch, which is funny. If you know me at all, I love technology. I just got a solar powered backup uh, generator, but like, I like technology, but my witchcraft does not necessarily mesh well well with this. And even I like some of these, like, I think they're really good. Even if you don't want to be a modern techie, witch, it's a really great way on a budget to dip your toe into things and see if you like it. Like, Golden Thread Tarot is so nice to learn about the tarot and do your own spreads until you find that perfect set of tarot cards for you. Um, So don't be afraid to like dabble. I know a lot of people don't like the term dabbling, but like kind of see, pick and choose and see what you like before you go out and spend a crap ton of money. Because there are beautiful tarot decks out there. There are beautiful runes out there. I can read neither very well. So it doesn't make sense for me to go and spend all this money on beautiful things I'll never use. (laughs) Those are all of the apps that we have to recommend. We will make a corresponding blog post on our website, whichwednesdays.com, just to list all of those out. Sometimes it's a little easier to um, see them. Yes, <laughs> find them that way. So let's get into the other things that we have to recommend, which is modern, Yay! which is uh, ebooks from the library. This is 
Tara is the avid reader Love. of the two of us. <laughs> but uh, there are a ton of witchcraft books now available as ebooks through local oh, libraries. Nice. Yes, this definitely did not used to be the case, but since witchcraft in general is rising in popularity, they are offering a lot of the um, more modern books. Still, the older books are in just in print format, which you can get at your library and you know check those out. But the more modern way of doing things is to get them as ebooks, and those are the more modern books that have been published in like the last couple of years. A lot of those are available as ebooks. And if you, I'm not suggesting you go purchase it just for uh, witchcraft books, but if you do have a Kindle Unlimited subscription, there's an entire section on witchcraft of free Kindle Unlimited books that you can go through. I have read many of them. A lot of them are very, very good. Also, if you have purchased a hardcover or a physical book and it's an older book, um, if you look inside, a lot of the ones that were published 10 plus years ago, they have like a bonus where you can download the ebook for free based on your purchasing the physical book. So don't like look through those books and see what kind of online presence they'll have that they offer for free because you bought the book. I know a lot of them. I guess maybe it was more 20 plus years ago. It would be like, thank you so much for purchasing this book. Would you like to see the free ebook copy as well? And you could just download it to your phone. So you'd have the physical and an e-version of it. Another modern witchy tool that you can use is to make your Book of Shadows or Grimoire digital. A lot of people don't like writing anymore. And <laughs> not me. <laughs> I I like writing. I love out, writing. But I, I fully admit that my hand starts to hurt after a while. So I don't blame people who would just rather type. And your book of shadows does not have to be written out. It does not have to be like the big uh, handwritten in cursive leather bound thing that you see on Charmed. It, does, it doesn't have no. to look that way. So you absolutely can have a digital one. And this is true. There are... Um, People who are just want it to be more modern. They want it to be more hidden. They don't, they're not um, out of the broom closet. So they don't want a big book like that sitting around. And there are also people who have various disabilities that make writing all of that out very difficult. So a digital book is a great option. I mean, you can just do it in Word or in Google Docs or whatever is easier for you. But there are also apps, there are online journals, um, a lot of different ways that you can type it out and password protect it so you can save everything digitally. This is also a huge saver of space. I personally love writing it out, but as I mentioned, um, I have quite a few book of shadows because I've been doing this for a few years and I have things in them. So the book of shadows themselves have a certain heft to them, but then I have pressed plants in them and I have additional pieces of paper that have spells that I've created on them. I have different recipes for different holidays written on them and they, those all go inside my book. Um, so there, there's a certain amount of space those take up cause I have so many and there's stuff in them that make them even bigger. So this is a huge saver space if you do a digital version and then you can always take it with you too. So if you're traveling for some reason and you come up with a spell that you want to, or you want to reference a spell, it's right there in your hand. So I know a lot of people do like the digital version of Book of Shadows. I personally like to write, so it's not for me, but a lot of people really like it. 
and it's free. It is free. The next one on our list would be the modern alternative to incense, and that is oil diffusers. Um, a lot of people, myself included, do not like incense and do not like the smoke from it. Um, but sort of scenting a space and using that scent in the in your practice is very common in witchcraft. Yeah. That's why incense is so popular. It's mm-hmm. not always just about the smoke. It is about the scent as well. So a great modern alternative for that is to get an oil diffuser. Um, it might not necessarily be cheaper if you keep buying a lot of oils. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, the same way that you buy a lot of incense, it might not be cheaper, but um, it is a more modern way of doing it and a smoke-free way. It's smoke-free and you can get oil diffusers literally everywhere anymore. They're very, very popular. Whereas incense, uh, at least around me, I can find oil diffusers at the grocery store. I'm not going to find an incense burner at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So they're uh, a lot more popular right now, which means they're both cheaper um, for one-term uses if you get like just a regular one, um, if you don't get a super fancy one, but they're also really easy to find. Another similar alternative to traditional candles is to get salt lamps or battery-powered candles. Highly recommend these. So if you are in a place where you are not allowed to have open flame, you know, dorm rooms, some apartments restrict them, uh, then having battery powered candles is works just as well. Yep. And especially if you are using the candle, not necessarily as, you know, some of the spells that we talked about, like burning the candle all the way down is the spell that's part of it. But for some of them, you're just using the color correspondence or just the energy of, you know, having a white candle or something, then battery powered is fine. Like, for example, we talked about um, in the Samhain episode that you often put white candles in um, windows for to guide the spirits to help them move on their way. You, the burning of the candle is not important. It's the color and the light. So if you get a battery powered white candle, you can use that every single year on Samhain. Mm-hmm. So that is a good way to save money. You know, black and white candles are often used in that way. So if you got battery powered options for those, then you would not have to keep going out and buying white and black candles all of the time. Yeah. Salt lamps are another way that if you're using the candle on your altar, it's sort of decor or things like that. So salt lamps that change colors are a lot of fun. (laughs) I, when I used to have an altar space set up, I always had a salt lamp on it. They're amazing. I highly recommend getting a salt lamp for a variety of reasons. Um, they're soothing. They help clean the air. They're, they're good in witchcraft. They're, they're very multi-purpose and again, very popular right now. So you can get them at like bed, bath and beyond. Like there, there's lots yes. of places where you can get a salt lamp where you wouldn't necessarily be like, this is a witchcraft store, but it's going <laughs> to be there. <laughs> And if you are also on a budget, tea lights work just as well as bigger candles. And tea lights you can get for a couple of cents each. I was going to say, and, if you are on a budget and you know, like you're in a covenant or anything, I highly recommend buying tea lights in bulk. You can get like 100 for $10. Yeah, they're, they're super cheap. They're super cheap. And they cheap. burn quick, so it makes your, you know, spell graph, whatever you're doing, um, also very quick. And uh, they come in... Um, variety of colors now so yes that is a good way to... um they're also really nice because 
like she said, if you're using them in spell work, they're so easy to uh, mark or make your own and then use them and they're gone. Like they're, they're very handy. Another very modern tool to use in your witchcraft practice is to actually use jewelry. I love jewelry. This is me. <laughs> this is totally me. We are going to have a future episode on episode or on Patreon. I'm not sure yet. We're going to have to see which way it works out better um, for how to like charm and enchant jewelry. I do this all the time, guys. Like not even kidding you. I would say half of my jewelry is charmed or marked with sigils or has uh, crystals in it that are charged. Like I love this as a modern jewelry as a modern witch like it's so easy and versatile to do and if you're gonna buy jewelry anyway which i would (laughs) it's on a budget still because you're using it for multiple things yes and there are a lot of ways to you know use this jewelry wear the jewelry but it's also very good if you are in the broom closet because it looks just like regular jewelry that you're wearing so it doesn't other people won't necessarily know that you are using it for a witchcraft purpose um and we'll get more into this when we get into uh witchy gifts but this is one of my favorite gifts to give to fellow witches um especially if they're in the broom closet even if they're not it's such an easy nice and like i said versatile tool that it makes a really good gift as well I love jewelry. I could talk about it forever. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> uh, another podcast about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another uh, good modern and, you know, on a budget tool is the variety of mini items that are now out there. This definitely did not. Items, yeah, we, we love minis. But this definitely did not used them. to be the case for a lot of witchcraft items it was just you know full size or bust yeah but now that witchcraft is becoming more popular there are a lot of great mini items there's you know smaller crystals that you can buy you can buy teeny tiny bottles of uh, spell oils and different yes. herbs if you want to try out things like that um, like we talked about the tea lights there are a lot of mini options of everything which not only saves you money but um, is a great ways to sort of grow your collection without being wasteful and I I know I mentioned this before um, I'm not super limited in space currently compared to what I used to have like I have a condo but I don't have a yard I have a parking space but I don't have my own garage things like this so I'm very conscious of how much space things take up I used to live in a studio apartment in Chicago like I didn't have space space to have candles everywhere also I wasn't supposed to burn candles but like you need to be aware of your surroundings when you start collecting all the big ticket items as it were and so a lot of these mini things mean that you can have all the accessory kind of stuff you want um just smaller plus small things are fun (laughs) they are my dog's mini as well (laughs) so a a very modern tool that you already have in your house is to use a black mirror for scrying so we've talked about scrying as divination tools that you you know crystal ball is like the very traditional uh, use or imagery that associated with scrying people also use mirrors for scrying yes but i do using black mirrors is a 
very modern take on this and very popular one. And by black mirrors, we mean using your phone when it's turned off, using your mm-hmm. television or computer screen when they are turned off. That is that black reflective surface that you can stare into until you get an image. You can place a candle in front of it and watch the flame like flicker in front of that screen in the off mode. Um, you know I love this. The <laughs> black surface. So it's a very easy way to incorporate scrying without having to go out. Crystal balls are very expensive. So without having to go out and buy a crystal ball or having the space with take taken up of all of the different you know mirror or ball options that you can use you already have a phone and a computer and a television so that using the black mirror for scrying is a great way to be very modern in your witchcraft yes um i've had really good luck with powering down my phone and using a candle so it's completely doable and like you said you sh- we are pretty sure you have at least one of these things if you're listening to a podcast <laughs> And the very last thing, we just wanted to mention it on this list, but we are actually going to dedicate a full podcast episode to it, um, is various online resources. Yes. There are so many free resources, and obviously doing any of this online is a very modern take on witchcraft. Um, You're listening to this podcast, first of all, so that's a very... Modern. (laughs) Yeah, modern, (laughs) modern and free. way to learn about witchcraft but we are going to i think in about four episodes from now we are going to have uh, an additional episode on resource recommendations because we already did books books for beginners and advanced witchcraft and we always are recommending books in various other episodes you know associated with that particular topic but we wanted to sort of compile all of the um, online resources that we usually recommend so we have um, lots of YouTubers that we recommend. There are different blogs out there that we recommend, Instagram accounts, things like that, that are very helpful in practicing your witchcraft, learning about different things. So we wanted to sort of have an episode where we talk about all of those more in depth and be able to link those in the blog post too. So definitely online resources, very modern and free. <laughs> very modern, very free. And there are tons of good ones out there. I do want to give a warning. Um, If you find one online and it does not recommend any additional online resources or book resources, it just references itself all the time, uh, be a little leery on that. People that are not going to recommend other sources and they think they're the best and the only source of knowledge, I'd just be leery. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that, that that would be crazy. Tara and I do not know. No. everything about witchcraft ever like it's just it's just not possible there's so much and there's so many different paths and things that you mm-hmm. can do and you know of the resources that we recommend um I mean there's there's a lot we already started compiling our list but one of them on the list for on YouTube is a YouTuber called Stargirl the practical witch and she does um a lot of readings card readings very into astrology she is an expert on those things. There is no way, like, I would have to practice another 20 years just in those things to be as good as she is. So for me to not recommend hers and say that I'm the only expert on tarot readings and astrology, that would be crazy. Like, she's so good. So yeah, there's just no way. That are still like learning and they still read, like they still, they get online and they watch YouTube tutorials just to see what's new, what's different. Like, you're always developing your practice. 
who I am today is not who I was at the beginning of 2020. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. <laughs> That's true for everyone. <laughs> like, Nobody is the same. This has been the year. Uh, no. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, as I develop and change, um, my practice needs to develop and change with me, which is why you should always be learning, which is why witchcraft is so great for everyone because it's so versatile. But I do know I've had a couple of friends fall into the trap uh, okay. I'm not going to say friends. I know people that have fallen into the trap where they find a website that has really good information, but it doesn't reference anything else. And they fall into the trap of thinking that's the only source of information or they're reading a book and that book is the only source of information. So I would just be leery. And I think this is true of anything that doesn't reference outside sources. No one is an expert on everything. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> There's just too much knowledge in the world. Uh, very true but yes we'll have that um all those in a future episode so now that we have completely failed at being quick about this at all (laughs) i told you she was lying to her that is all we have for you on (laughs) modern witchy tools on a budget (laughs) so we will uh see you next week for dolls puppets and tag locks yay i'm really excited about that one too (laughs) bye bye follow us on insta Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.